we're going to talk briefly on Revelation chapter 21, verse 7. Revelation chapter 21, verse 7. Actually, I'm going to start from verse 3. From verse 3, can you please lower the microphone in the control room a little bit? It's a little bit too high. From verse 3, it says, And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them, and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And it has sat upon the throne, said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. Amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is trust of the fountain of the water of life freely. Now verse 7 is where I'm going. He that overcometh shall inherit all things and I will be his God and he shall be my son. Praise the Lord. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. That is what we are going to talk about today. To inherit all things, you have to overcome all things. Praise the Lord. So we now want to say, what are the things we need to overcome? For we believers now, what are we to overcome? And I'm going to go through it slowly, step by step, so that we're going to have some good exhortation here. When you look at the book of Revelation chapter 2 and chapter 3, the Lord actually gave this same message, he that overcometh, he that overcometh, he that overcometh, he that overcometh, he that overcometh. So then, which means there are some things we need to overcome to be able to get to that glory that we want to get to. And he said, if you overcome, you will inherit all things. Everything that God has created will be inherited for those that overcome it. Now, before we go to the book of Revelation to see some of the things be, that are listed there that we must overcome, you remember in the book of Revelation chapter 2 and 3, the Lord was actually sending the messages to the churches, the body of Christ, the church, corporate. However, we're going to look at the epistle of 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2 from verse 15 to 16. Apostle John summarized to us what we must overcome individually. You and I as an individual, we must overcome some things. Because what all these that are listed here in the book, in 1 John chapter 2, where he said, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Verse 16. 
For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. So everything we believe as human beings are to overcome can be summarized in those three things. Lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. So they are the Father, they are of the world. And the world passed away, as he said, with the loss thereof. So we're going to, I'm going to give some brief, brief exhortation or a brief example of what is the loss of the eyes, or what is the loss of the flesh, and what is the pride of life. And you also have to remember these three things in individual human life, they fit in into what God was talking about in the book of Revelation chapter 2 and 3 for the corporate body for the corporate body. And I'm going to go to that point to each one quickly when you get to that. But lust of the eyes, we've got to overcome it. Lust of the flesh, we've got to overcome it. Pride of life, we've got to overcome it because the Bible said these things are not of the Father, but they are of the world. And you can also see when you look at the temptations that the Lord went through himself. The Lord Jesus Christ went through his own temptation in the book of Luke chapter 4. You see that the devil came and tempted the Lord Jesus Christ. And the summary of everything was in this same realm of lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and pride of life. Let's go through that real quickly. Luke chapter 4 from verse 1. Let's see what the Lord himself went through. And the Bible says he went through the same thing without sin. So he's able to succor we that are tempted. Now, let me start from verse 1. He said, And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Being 40 days tempted of the devil. Now, look at that. He was tempted of the devil, not the last day. He said, being 40 days. Which means all through those 40 days, he was going through temptation. Well, if you have fasted before, you can also tell. The devil has a way of tempting people. I've tried some of those. The first three days of fasting, it will be a temptation to break it, to stop it. Come on. Everybody is eating around about you. You, you are struggling with your belly. That's, that is common to everybody. So you can say, when you say, being 40 days tempted, that will be one of those. The devil tried all those and he went through, he kept fasting. So after you have fasted, the first day, you say, oh, it's not over yet. Then the devil came at the end of the 40 days. Well, if I cannot make you eat, maybe it could make him do something worse. And that is what you see that was summarized for us in these three temptations of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at the first one. And the devil said unto him, verse 3, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. What is that? Loss of the flesh. You are hungry, not so. That is the flesh. The flesh wants food, right? Now, he already finished the fasting. So the first time was when he was trying to fast, the devil tried to make you have that loss of the flesh, not so. Well, everybody is eating, break it, break it, break it, and you refuse because you're determined. So the devil still a loss. Well, here comes the other one. Now you are really hungry and you are free to eat. Now the devil say, well, 
command this stone to be turned to bread. So it's more like where not only the loss of the flesh to fulfill that, but to show forth. Show. Show me that you have this power. And what is that? Pride of life. So the devil is now combining one plus one, bringing three out, two out of three. And the Lord didn't fall for that either. And the Lord said to him, Jesus answered him, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. So we are going to take our cue from the fact that the way the Lord defeated the devil is by the word of God. So that is just by the way, because we are going to just go through pointing to the fact that these are all the things we also have to overcome. Just may not be this direct, this format, but it's still going to be loss of the eyes, loss of the flesh, pride of life. Let's look at another example of this, the next temptation of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible said, verse 5, And the devil taking him up into an high mountain showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me. And to whomsoever I will, I give it. If thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. What is that? He showed him something, so he already saw that's lost of the eyes. And we are going to see, we are, going to, we are talking about the Lord right now because you overcame all these things. But say, we are to see our own example because we are going to bring it down to our own level. Because we say, well, the devil is not going to show you the kingdom of this world. But what about the loss of the eyes when you go to grocery, when you go to the shops, and you have your house full, you are still wanting that. You are still wanting that. It's the loss of the eyes, you see. So we have to overcome some of those things too. So that's, I'm just to give you an example of the loss of the eyes when it comes to we human beings. What are you accumulating, acquiring until you just have no room for it? That is one of the things we have to watch against. Now, but the Lord Jesus Christ defeated the devil right there. What did he say? Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Now, when in that temptation, it's not just lust of the eyes, the devil also came with something. Pride of life. You want this power. You want to rule over these things. And we have had testimonies of people that wanted... Maybe they were, in, they were in the ministry and they wanted this power to be shown, the power to perform wonders, and they couldn't get it from praying and trusting God, so they went for the voodoo. We have heard of testimonies like that. And they said they went to some marine spirits who gave them power and said, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. And the devil was trying to do the same thing. Well, I'll give you this power over all these things. Just bow, bow to the devil. And just said, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God. So when we say loss of the eyes, loss of the, the devil is combining loss of the eyes with pride of life. You want this power, you want this glory, you want to wave and everybody fall down, the devil can give you that real quick. But you won't get that from the Lord that quick. Say, well, God can do those things too. Do you think the devil is the only one doing all those things? God can do it, but God doesn't do those things. There's a purpose for God. God's, what God is doing is for his kingdom. Everything God is doing has a purpose for his own kingdom. Not to show, not to call attention to yourself. So those are all these things, but the devil will give them, and Jesus Christ said, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thou serve. But what you are pointing out is 
Most of the eyes with pride of life because that is how the devil himself failed. Pride of life. I'm going to get to that in a few minutes. When you look at how did the devil fall? Let's go quickly to that. Isaiah chapter 14. Because we learn from the mistake of others so that we don't fall into the same mistake. Isaiah chapter 14. This is what the Bible said about Lucifer. Let me read from Bible here where he said, How oh, thou falling from heaven? Thou Lucifer, son of the morning. And look at what the Bible says. That's from verse 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? For thou hast said, verse 13. Now, consider what that verse 13 is saying. For thou hast said in thy heart, thou hast said in thy heart, thou hast said in thy heart. So we have to take note of that. Thoughts ideas, suggestions. That is the same thing the devil uses against human beings. Thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. He doesn't have to implement it yet. And even in this generation we are in, in this country, there's what they call attempted. If you go to the bank and you try to say, well, everybody give me your money. And they all get scared, I'm just kidding. That's an attempted. And they can arrest you for that. It's called attempted murder, attempted robbery. So when the devil just thought it in his heart, God is watching. And that's why the Bible says God watches the hearts, such as the hearts and the reins. Because when you look at that, thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the side of the north. I will ascend above the eyes of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Those are all the ideas generating his heart. God has seen it. And in fact, God can put the ideas in you to see how you respond to it. You love it. Oh, now you are guilty. That is why I say <laughs> attempted murder is a, is a crime also in America and in many parts of the world. So that is what we are saying. Pride of life is one of the things that makes the devil fall. And the Bible says in verse 15, Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the size of the pit. That was the judgment for the devil. But we as believers must overcome this loss of the eyes, loss of the flesh, and the pride of life. We pointed to an example of the loss of the eyes. Well, the loss of the flesh is, everybody know about the loss of the flesh. Oh yeah, sexual sins is always the result of loss of the flesh. Also. But there could be other things that is more than loss of the, more than the sexual sin. What about food appetite? Lost of the flesh. I give an example. When you want to fast, you started the fasting, the devil tried to amplify that desire to eat. But if you have, been, if you have not tried it, before, you try it. The first three days of people that went to fast long fast, the first three days is when you have a serious challenge. If you break through those first three days, well, I have tried that. If you can break through the first three days, you, are on, you can finish the, 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 your determination. But the devil may not give in. May not give up at that. If you keep on fasting and keep on fasting, you plan to fast twenty something days, 
and you try and you start it, the first, the second, the third day, there will be serious temptation to stop because of the flesh. So if you have problem with fasting and not be able to control those things, it's going to show when you get to what the logic is talking about, when it talks about the churches, the, 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 the command you give to the churches. I'm going to go to that in a moment. The, all the things he's told the churches, you will see that everything to the church of Ephesus, to the church of Spina, to the church of Pagamos, let me go quickly to those Bible verses and you will see that this individual Things, lust of the eyes of the individual, lust of the flesh of the individual, or pride of love of the individual, it feeds into the corporate body. It will feed into the corporate body. Let's take the example of Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. Here the Lord was talking to the church of Ephesus. And he said in verse 7 there, he that has and hear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. To him that overcometh, remember, we are to overcome. That's what the Lord is, that's the command to everybody. He that overcometh shall inherit all these things. So we must overcome everything we are pointing out. The first one is lost of the eyes in yourself, lost of the flesh in yourself, pride of life in yourself. And the Bible is saying to the church, the body of Christ, when you look at this, it says, to him that overcomes, so it brings it to individual. But when he was addressing the church, he said, unto the angel of the church. So you can see where he is talking to the leadership. The leadership. Because the body of Christ, the angel of the church will be like the minister that was sent to them. But now when he's saying, if the ministry, if you think where our local church, because you can compare local church with another local church, or the body of Christ with another religion, but you see, it is still individual. You have to remember. So when he's giving the promise, he's giving the promise to either to overcome an individual person, we have to overcome for the whole body of Christ to overcome all these things that is listening. So when you look at this, every one of these instructions to the churches, it is not only to the body of Christ. It is to you as an individual. And take, for example, the persecution that will come, Smyrna, Church of Smyrna, chapter 2, verse 11. In that, to the Church of Smyrna, he was giving the promise, he said, He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Because he already told them that there will be serious persecution in verse 9 and verse 10. Say, fear none of, some, none of those things, verse 10, which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall put some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Now, he's telling them there will be persecution. In their generation, that's church of Smyrna, there was serious persecution. But let me bring it to our level. As we progress in this race, as the end of the world come upon us, there is coming serious persecution. If you don't know it, it is written in the book of Revelation chapter 13 that there will be a mark of the beast. That is the time that the Bible said no man will be able to buy or sell unless they take this mark of the beast. Look at this in the book of Revelation chapter 13. But that's persecution. He told them in the church of Smyrna that there will be a persecution for them and what was his 
Promise he that overcometh overcoming that persecution will not be hurt of the second day. Where for our own generation, this is why I'm just pointing this one out again, because there is coming a serious persecution for the believers. I say believers, the Bible said in Revelation chapter 13, from verse 16, talking of this false presence and antichrist that is coming at the end of the world, which we are seeing this thing being, being the stage is set for, for, the, for, the, for the world. He said, he costed all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and born, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Now, that we believe is what is being, the stage is being set right now for that. People are thinking, oh, well, could I be this thing? They say you have to get this uh, mandatory thing, mandatory fascination. That is not the mark that is to be upon the hand, upon the forehead. But the direction they are going in this world right now, I'm just telling you this, the way we have been seeing it going on in the world. Many people, when this pandemic started 2020, last year, some, some of these people were saying, this is how we're going to know those who have not received the vaccine. They wanted to start bringing in the chip under the skin. We are, they are going to be their medical record. Well, that has been, the technology has been in the development over the years. Now they are trying to do it. Let's use this technology. Some people say Bill Gates was proposing it. Now, the reason why they have not introduced that is because that has not been implemented yet. But you see, the technology is there. But this thing took them by surprise. And because they have not set this one up, they have to just get the vaccine out, get the vaccine out to save people. But now I say, well, how are you going to know who has been vaccinated? Because that is where we are right now. We are now in the phase two, maybe phase three, maybe phase four. Where are you going to know who has been vaccinated? Where they are giving some certificates that you have been vaccinated. Well, that is progression, progression to the next phase, to the next phase. They will say, well, no people in Africa, we had stories. People can fake it. You go there and they just give you paper. You are vaccinated when you have not. And that's become like fraud. They say, well, we can't trust those paper anymore. We are going to now use sheep under the skin. Where your medical record is already in that sheep under the skin. RFID sheep. That is the direction they are going. So they are mandating this. Now they are, when they get to that phase and they mandated that you have to get this sheep under the skin, it will not just be for the vaccination, because right now the vaccination is like you can if you are not vaccinated, you might even not travel, you can't get into the airplane. Praise the Lord. We will continue this message in the next broadcast. Don't miss the next broadcast. God bless you.